Welcome to the Bill Collector, where I'm Bill, and I'm a collector. What up? Another Wednesday. It's like clockwork. Makes it easy for me. Because I'm going to be staying here at 6 o'clock to watch Deuces Wild. Makes for a great time. So, uh, wow. You know what a French fucking bulldog is? Don't do it. Jesus Christ, man. So, what I see a lot of kids doing these days is pairing up with a, with a girl. Or whatever the fuck you want to be with. And they go get, a, go get an animal together. So, uh, but like nothing lasts forever. And you got a whole sect of people trying to share custody over fucking animals. So my kid didn't even get that. So his ex is like my ex. She don't want him to see the goddamn animal. So make a long story short. He impulsively went out and got another dog to fill the void of the other dog that he had. And the dog that he had was a little black chihuahua, standard black chihuahua, sturdy one, not a teacup, it's a sturdy black chihuahua. And so he went out and got a sturdy, yes, black, yes, chihuahua, no. Went for the French Bulldog. <laughs> I've only really had mutts. And uh, this little designer dog. I guess their heads are so big that when they're born, the mom has to have a C-section to, to get those little fucking pigs out. And this guy's like a pig. Snorts like a pig. Rolls around in dirt like a pig. Eats like a pig. Smells like a pig. But he's a dog. But yeah, so... Uh, <clears throat> we're creeping up on three weeks taking care of this little guy. And... Uh, he said, I have a mutt. My dog's easy. Smart as fucking hell, too. This guy's a couple cans short of a six-pack, to say the least. And uh, he's actually been staying at my son's vacant condo just within the complex that I live in. 
because he can't take it to the apartment that he's renting right now in Almani as he's getting ready to move to Arizona at the end of this month. So, fur grandpa taking care of the dog. Look, I've had dogs for a long time. And there's no easy way to go about it. You got to train that fucker to not shit and piss everywhere. So I feel like he's lacked on that. But um, look. It's like anything else. An animal needs water, sun, roll around his fucking dirt, walk around. They shit and piss outside. Then they don't shit and piss inside. Complicated to some, but to others, it's a little bit of discipline and regularity. I guess like we all need some, you know? But uh, anyways, little, little cute dog, pain in the ass. I'm just not used to it, man. That little fucker makes so much noise. Um, walking, nah, nah, you don't really walk, you about five steps, straight up, belly on the ground, feet stretched out and sniffing, refusing to walk until he's ready to walk again. That's when we go by ourselves, when my lady walks with my dog. This dude is, like, on it. But I think he just wants to eat my dog. So he's in constant chase. My little dog hates that fucking energy. So. Needless to say, this dog's a chore. My dog is not a chore. But I'll miss him when he's gone. And I hope my son... Puts them on a schedule like I did. I'm actually going to write that shit down because we've been having about 85% success rate of not shitting and pissing everywhere. And the success has gone up week to week. You know kids <clears throat> um so yeah uh, you can see let's see let me see what's up steven luker what's happening buddy i'm gonna try and what are my thoughts with the little chat thing is like in the way of b reynolds what's the b in uh, what's his first name steven Brian Reynolds. What team is he on? Because to be perfectly honest with you, man, I'm like lacking on keeping up with baseball. Well, good for freaking him, man. The Pirates need something, dude. Jeez. They need something to put somebody in the seats. And if the kid keeps doing good, all the Pirates are going to do is get rid of him so they can keep the franchise in the dumps like they like it. 
I think they like to be in the dumps. I think the pirates like to just suckle the teat of MLB profit sharing. Well, so they went out and was he traded to the um, pirates, Stephen? So, um, if anybody else is looking or in the future, if you're watching, this is uh, Stephen Luker, a uh, big time participant on the No Filter Network. And uh, we like to basically call him the stat guy. Ah, for McCutcheon. Yeah, well, um, hopefully that's a, a good thing for them because uh, McCutcheon was, is definitely on the decline. And uh, MLB always needs good young stars. So hopefully Brian Reynolds can keep up the, the hot bat, to say the least. All right. So you can see behind me here, this is a painting I'm working on. Uh, of, of course, the thrill. And my destination for this guy is the Jimmy Dean Sausage Museum in Texas. As I've painted the Jimmy Dean logo there, and this was the Jimmy Dean cards that they made for, well, 1992. We'll get that out there pretty soon. If you follow my Instagram page, you'll notice uh, of late, I've really been hitting the account hard with the oddball cards from the day. You know, the Nestle's and Jimmy Dean's. Dude, one over here right now. Hills. It's like a, it's like a pharmacy or something. The classic cards, Kmart's, KB Toys, etc., etc. And so an associate of mine has some ties to the Jimmy Dean Museum as it's on the campus where he went to school. Don't, I'm not even going to try and guess. The university in Texas. And when Jimmy Dean had passed, money was to be left to the school. And the condition was from Jimmy Dean's wife was that they had to build a museum with some of the money. And so they did. And then the rest of the money was granted to the school. So he made mention to me, hey, man, I think I had posted a picture of uh, one of the Jimmy Dean cards. He said, hey, man, if you make some art like that, I'm sure we can get that in the museum. 
So we'll just make a little friendly donation of art to the museum. And he said they got space. So they better put it up. Please. Yeah, so there's that. As I mentioned to Steven, I've been lacking on keeping up with, with, with baseball. Should pay a little more attention, but it's like energy. I'm doing too many other things and fucking around with baseball, watching games and really, really caring about who wins. Because I don't. It doesn't affect me. If my team, the Dodgers, win, it doesn't affect me. And if they lose, it doesn't affect me either. <clears throat> Ever since I was a kid, my mom says I did a pretty good job entertaining myself. It might be the one thing that hasn't changed. So, um... I've never been a big video game guy. Uh, yeah, I've just haven't. So, right on. So, I've been meaning to get to this. Got two more packs of these 86 tops. Someone open one right now. See what we got. I'm going to try and open this pack real carefully. Let's see what I got here to open up this beezy. See what we got. Oh, already starting the deal there. Uh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Yes. Yeah. This is good. Just trying to open this pack as cleanly as possible. For nefarious reason. Nah, man, when, when I was a kid, we used to open up those wax packs like a mother. Devious. You learn from the worst. Let me tell you what. The worst. But. Yeah, that's got can't be bad all the time. Sometimes you just got to be good. And right now, I'm being bad. I'm joking. I'm just trying to open up this package as cleanly as possible. I mean, you have to figure this is 30-year-old 
plastic. 30? 30. Damn. 1986 is like fucking old plastic. Oh, we got gum falling out. I'm not going to be like Eric Burns and eat that. I remember what that shit tasted. I remember. All right. First card. 86 tops. Aurelio Lopez. Detroit Tigers. Pitcher. And at the time of this card here, he was 57 wins, 32 losses in 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 years. Came from... Tecamachalco, Mexico. Six foot tall, 200 pounds. Aurelio Lopez. <sighs> Next player in the pack. Bryn Smith, Expos, pitcher. All right. Bryn. Hey, here we go. 1985. Bryn was 18 wins, 5 losses. With an ERA of 2.91. In 32 games. Right on, dude. That was a good year for Bryn. 18 wins is nothing to scoff at. All right. Next player in the deck. Reed Nichols, Chicago White Sox. Outfielder. Red Sox for five years up until becoming a White Sox. And uh, light-hitting guy, for the most part. Looks like he's more of a reserve player than anything. Reed Nichols. From Birmingham, Alabama. Ah, here we go. So, being a Will Clark fan, and also being a Dodger fan, this next card of the player I'm going to show you. He hits home on both notes. On this card, he's a Dodger. I believe the very next year, he was a Giant. But this is Candy, Malted, Elbow, Maldonado. And boy, did he put it on Ozzie Smith. In that 87 fight, it was 87, 1987, where Will Clark slid in real hard the second, and all hell ensued. Maldonado came in with a freaking 
WWF style elbow to clean Ozzy's clock. That shit was epic. All right. So when I'm opening up these 1986 packs, and I bought a ton of these things and just kind of been opening them up here and there. I'd love to find a Will Clark in one of these. And it's seemingly impossible. So um, we can hope, though. Help me, Obi-Wan Cabral. Oh, my God. <laughs> Help me, Obi. Obi. No, what I call him? Toby Juan Jabroni. You're my only hope. All right, next card. Wow, this is a terrible print. Terrible, but still a fun card. This would be the Pete Rose. The Pete Rose Years card. And we'll just read it because it's, uh, it's signifying 1975, 1976, 1977. And 1978. Accomplishments or highlights from within those years. 1975. 2,500th Major League hit was single versus Pirates, August 17th. Led Major Leagues with 112 runs. Tied for the league. Lead with 47 doubles. 1976, led major leagues in runs with 130, led major leagues in doubles, 42, and National League in hits with 215. 1977, passed Frank Frisch with his 2,881st hit, July 25th, becoming the leading switch hitter in history. 1978, 3,000 Major League hit was a single versus Expos, May 5th, his 44th consecutive game hitting streak, June 14 to July 31, tied all-time NL records set by Willie Keeler in 1897, led Majors with 51 doubles. <clears throat> Excuse me. Pizza motherfucker. Don't get me wrong. Pizza motherfucker. But he could flat out play the game of baseball. And uh, I think it's a shame that the, the, the Hall of Fame doesn't have a place for him in there. All right. Next feller. Mets pitcher Brent Gaff. Brett Brent Gaff from Churro Busco, Indiana. All right, guy's a legend, airy asshole. Billy Martin. 
I always like to check list cards. Uh, this is the gum was stuck to the back of this one. I could see that now before it slid out of the pack. Billy Martin, boy, go on YouTube. Look, just just type his name, Billy Martin Yankees, and you're gonna see some shit. My boy was a firecracker. All right, next player. Hey, cool. All right. Next player, Mariners. Shortstop. Spike Owen. All right. Spike Owens from uh, Cleburne, Texas. And uh, like a light hitting shortstop. A little bit of speed. And, uh, well, about it. Spike Owen, Mariners. Next player, Expos, outfielder, Herm Winningham. And, uh, well, okay, Herm Winningham was a speedy outfielder uh professional highs and stolen bases 50 for team lynchburg in the minors and uh stole a high of 23 oh no 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 no, no. here we go stole a high of 20 for the 85 expos with a Oof, not a good batting average. Anyways, speedy outfielder. And I think you got to have him. All right. Next player. From the Braves. Pitcher. Gene Garber. Oh, hey. Gene had himself a long career. I have the back of this card. We're looking like. 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 16 years, 17 years right here. With a high in 1975 of 10 wins. Ah, but the 12 losses on that BZ. Let's see. Hometown, Elizabethtown, Pennsylvania. Gene Garber. I'm having a feeling these packs that I had gotten into, I think they were, I think they, it was some cello, is that we call it? Cellophane? I think these motherfuckers were picked through. I'm suspicious. Because in about 15 packs, I ain't got a goddamn fucking star. You definitely know bomb rookies from the day. All right. But I have been using these cards right here, so. Me and the, the crew, we cut up baseball cards. 
and make art out of them. So this card right here, even though Tom Nieto isn't a star, that border is pretty useful. Like you can use the Cardinals all day long right there or the whole frame and put a different name there and cut that out and add this and that and got an art piece. And speaking of Tom Nieto from Artesia, California, or my bad, Downey, California, he was a catcher. And that's about what I can say about him. He was a catcher. All right. So I mentioned the lack of stars in these packs. So don't get me wrong when I when I when I show the next guy and say he's not a star because this next guy was an absolute flat out star. It just wasn't in the mid 80s. Fred Lynn, I believe, career started in 1974. 74? Earlier 70s. And he was the very first player to win a Rookie of the Year and MVP in the same season. This guy was a beast. And uh, from his rookie season on, and he, he also won the, the, the Gold Gloves rookie season. So he's only one of two players and Ichiro, who was later than him, to, to win those three awards in their rookie season. But this was definitely on the, the, the downside of his career. But he still hit, I mean, shit, dude, he still hit 23 home runs in, in uh, 124 games in 1985. He was a beast. Don't get, I mean, this guy was an absolute beast. But one of the things that uh, would happen with him is he would just, he crashed into a wall because he was that type of an outfielder. Then he missed some games, but uh, I mean, shit, before the end of his career, shit, right here, 218 home runs he has at the time. He still hit almost 100 home runs until 1991 when I believe it was that he retired. So, but I, you know, on a previous episode, I did kind of go into his career. And uh, in the grand scheme of things, He's a pretty much a top 10 center fielder in Major League Baseball history. So that's saying something. If you go by position, he's one of the greatest of, of, of the position. And seventh all time in home runs at, in center field. So uh, Fred Lynn was a definite star, great player. And uh, that's that. So, But definitely not in his prime at this point. Next player. From the Expos, catcher Mike Fitzgerald. Mike. And Mike was from uh, Long Beach, California, and uh, at the time was living in Lakewood, California. Damn, he was living in California. How about that? Playing for the Expos. But Mike was uh, more like a reserve catcher. Looking at the back of his stats, 
All right. Final card. Yankees shortstop. Bobby Meacham. And uh, looked like Bobby Meacham was a fleet of foot player. Didn't have much power. Born in Los Angeles. And at the time was living in La Mesa, California. So, wow, that was a whack pack. Whack pack, bro. Holy smokes, dude. That was a whack pack. I believe I do collect uh, Fred Lynn. But I think I have that card already. Awesome player. All right. Well, um, got a couple things on my desk right here. Keeping it with the oddball theme. <clears throat> and these were, I'm going to show you a, a card right now because I'm going to slab this thing because it's still in its package. But I used to love when these come out because uh, I'll show you. Mother's Cookies cards. I used to work. My first job, real job, was working at a grocery store. Pavilions was a bonds company in my hometown of Monrovia, California. And so when uh, the mother's cookies or the cards that came in Coke would be around, buying them looking for that stuff extra ones but i do have this set already so for me there's really no need to uh open that so i'm gonna throw it in a slab which i've got right here and we're gonna we're gonna We're going to put it in its tomb for it to never be, to never breathe the air again. So that's kind of fun to lab some of these cards away because, um, well, that ain't going to fit in there. I'll just be perfectly fucking honest. That ain't going to fit. So, oh, scratch that idea. It just needs a, this is like a 35 point case. So you're looking about maximum two, two cards, two regular thickness cards or one, well, 35 point card. Standard thickness though, because I'm in the printing industry. Or come from or have worked in it. Standard thickness is 17.5. So most of your baseball cards, the regulars, like I said, not the not the thick stuff, not like the, the Project 70 cards, which 
I believe those might be 180. So those those are about seven cards thick. Seven. Yeah, I believe seven. But anyways, that's that. Oh, happy belated Father's Day to the fathers. I'm a father. I'm a grandfather. My grandkids have a father. I have a father. My son is a, no, my brother's a father. Some of you that are watching are fathers. So happy belated Father's Day because, um, <laughs> I had meant to mention that shit last week, and I forgot. Happy Father's Day, fellers. Yeah. Yeah. So, stay tuned. Um, Eric Burns had mentioned, he goes, oh, yeah, I think you should have a, a, an art show. And so I've been thinking how I should do that. And I should just show it. Fuck it. And if I'm doing a project, you can be along for the ride with me. You know, set up a time. And when I make my drawings or whatever, when I add to the book, you can be there too. So you could see where I fuck up. You can see where I'm doing good. You can see when the lines are flowing out right. And you can see when they're flowing wrong. Um, art is just like anything else. Practice, practice, practice. And then you may have a performance you need to do. Performance being a commission somebody orders from you. Practice being, or the performance being uh, something somebody's paying you for. You, you practice so you can perform. Okay. And, uh, I practice a lot, so I may as well be documenting some of that. I'm a pretty private person. May not seem so, but I mean, for the most part, I am. That's kind of why it's taken so long for me to actually start, like, talking to the camera, talking about things, find something to talk about. So right now, it's easy for me to talk about this collection that I've been curating for since 1989. That's easy for me to talk about. Um, in regards to other things, yeah, I think I should talk about other stuff too, and I'm wondering if I should just keep it all right here. Fuck it, we'll just call this thing the Bill Collector. And this would be the one place where I talk about everything. Because I wanted to keep it light. 
and I mostly do. But I'm also like, there's other things that I'm interested in too, other than baseball cards and art. I listen to podcasts too. I'm sure just like everybody else, you might watch Joe Rogan. And you hear about some of the topics that he talks about on there. Current events or just like them talking about taking drugs. You know, I, I've, I've got experience in <laughs> a lot of stuff. And uh, just, just talk about it all here. Rather than have a different show with a million different names. But yeah, um been kind of busy lately with uh with this dog. I mean it's like a, since he's not here at my house, I gotta check on his ass all day. So that's uh been kind of a like I said, a chore that I'm not really used to. So um haven't really been collecting much. And uh, and that's kind of what's leading me to believe that I should just fucking talk about all kinds of shit, right? I mean, I'm divorced. That's an experience, a fucked up one, but it is one, and it was a fucked up divorce. So if you know you're going through some shit, I've been through a lot of that stuff. In regards to raising kids, I've been through a lot of that stuff. When it comes to tolerance issues, I know about some of that stuff. So just be prepared, be on the look, because uh, I haven't even gotten into the Negro League stuff yet. I think that's where I really need to focus. I think I really need to focus on that. Because I do have some expertise in that uh, in that department. And I tend to get kind of riled up when I talk about that stuff. Because, how can I explain it? Because it pisses me off. I flat out, it just it makes me angry. So, I'm like, oh, I should just keep it light. But we just keep it real, you know? Because some of the stuff that's happening out there, I agree with it all. Some of the things that society is asking people to just up and accept, I don't think that's acceptable. 
So we'll get into that. All right. Um, like I said, this stuff, this is the easy stuff to talk about. The baseball cards, the fun stuff, the art, stuff that I get enjoyment from. But I'm looking to have a, a conversation. So gotta find me some guests. It's just it's just asking. You know what I mean? I like this five o'clock block, this five o'clock time. Pacific Standard Time. I'm kind of looking to keep it. Something to, something to do on Wednesdays at 5. Like I said, it rolls right into a show that I'd be watching anyways. So just block off this time. Yeah. So just, like I said, be on the lookout. We'll leave you with one more thing. Will Clark, Captain Crunch, no logo hat, and the porn stash. Boom, porn stash. Pow. Thank you for watching the Bill Collector. Where I'm Bill, and I'm a collector. See you on Deuces Wow, fellers and fillets.